today we'll take one of the excursions that I promised we would on this edition of Bible Study Podcast. Welcome to another edition of Bible Study Podcast. This is a podcast that is designed to help you get into the Bible and study and to be a forum where you can ask any kind of questions that may arise for you as you study God's Word. My name, of course, is Justin, and and I'm glad that you joined me today. Now, this is the podcast covering the Gospel of John. Those of you who have been uh, long-time or consistent listeners know that we have completed the story of the woman at the well and the we're at the edge of chapter 4. We're getting ready to move into the end and then begin chapter 5. So uh, we're, we're just pushing right along with the Gospel of John. But today I want to kind of pull back just for a week and take what I'm going to call an excursus with you. Now an excursus is a small trip off of the side of the road. It, it's kind of like when you're driving down the highway and you see a little town on the side and so you decide to pull over and, and just kind of look around. You know, you're not staying for a long time. You're just kind of looking for a few moments. Well, that's kind of what we'll be doing today. As I want to talk to you about a passion that God has laid on my heart. And hopefully it will be of some use to your life as well. I want to remind you first, though, that you can always reach me at Bible Study Podcast Justin at gmail.com. I really appreciate those of you who sent me such kind words of encouragement this week. It it really does mean a lot for me to hear from you and and to know that God is actually using my feeble teaching abilities to do the work of his kingdom. So, thanks a lot for your love, for your support and uh definitely your support of me and this ministry. I also want to remind you as well that you can uh, send me any kind of prayer requests, concerns, thoughts on the podcast, questions, anything. As a teacher, I, I kind of feel compelled to let you know that it's your responses which lead me in the direction that I will guide the podcast. So please let me know what you like, what you don't like, what you understand, what you don't get. I'd be glad to go over anything that's not clear and explain it, but you've got to let so. Finally, I I'd like to let you know that one of our uh, loyal listeners stumbled upon one of the podcasts of the past, which for some reason or other, runs about two minutes and then goes silent. Now this is the podcast that was put up for August the 10th and covered John 4 verses 1 through 10. The podcast was actually where I laid out how to study the rest of chapter 4 and talked about stories in general, so so I really do apologize for this kind of technical problem that we seem to be having. Uh, I'm reposting it, so it actually is back on the website. You can go back and listen to it, but and sound should work, but I'm still trying to figure out exactly why it doesn't work properly anyway. So uh, you can go back and listen to it if you want. And uh, hopefully it will work this time. With that in mind, let's open with prayer. Our Father, we come to you for you have called us unto yourself. Thank you for your grace and mercy 
that saves even a wretch like me. Help us to embrace your challenge and grow to be more like you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Today I'd like to talk with you a little bit more about our emphasis for the month of September, which is called Mission Grow. Now, Mission Grow, you may recall, is my challenge to you, all of you, as a group to pray individually every day of this month for God to bring four types of people into your life. First type of person is a mentor, someone who's older than you, who's been where you're going in terms of your walk with Christ, someone who can train you to be a godly man or a godly woman. The second person to pray for is uh, for peers, that is friends who can come alongside of us and can care for us and, and we can care for them but that will also be honest with us that will tell us when we're running on shaky ground or tell us when we need to kind of slow down the third person is a protege someone who we can mentor this is someone who's younger someone who shares some things in common with us you know, it's, it's who you will be giving care to and whom you will be helping to mold and to shape into the likeness of Christ. And finally, we'll be praying for someone who doesn't already know Christ so that we may witness to them about the Savior. Now this is the challenge, you know, to pray for all four of these every day of the month of September. Now this challenge leads me to the point I would like to make today on this excursus. For those of you who know me, maybe even those who have been listening to this podcast, you will know that as of late, I've really been feeling convicted over the issue of mentoring. Now, a mentor is truly a mix between a coach and a teacher. It, it's someone who's there to encourage you and push you to new heights, but also someone who can instruct you and advise you on how to act. When it comes to the Christian walk, though, mentors become even more special. They become even more of a priority. You see... As you may have been picking up on this podcast over the last few weeks, we're seeing that it is not particularly easy to follow Christ. In fact, it is a tough way of life. You don't pick Christianity because it will let you rest and relax. No, it will take everything you have to be a Christian. In order for you to be a Christian the way we're called to be, you must go for broke. You're all in. You're betting the house. Now, this is an extreme way to live, even if it's just for a moment, much less every moment of every day. But that is, in fact, the calling that we have. So my question, though, is simple. How do you live that way? How do you follow that walk? How do you know how to follow Christ in every facet of your life? I think the answer to that question can be found in three sub-answers all of which are very easy to say, all of which are much harder to do. The first thing should always be prayer. Prayer is our lifeline as a Christian. It's the way that we get from where we are to where Christ wants us to be. It's the only way that we can have a direct relationship with the God of the universe. And what a powerful tool. So we must be in prayer constantly if we're to walk out this Christian life. The second thing, as you could probably imagine from this podcast, is has to be a study of God's Word, the Bible. Through the Bible, we can see how God has interacted with man from creation up until now. 
we can see how he will deal with man in the end. Since God does not change, we can know that if he promises that he'll lead us and protect us in the Bible, then we know that he will do just that. It is through this study that we will find the answers to many of our questions, even to many of our prayers. It's through God's word that we can begin to see the big picture and see how it is that we fit into the kingdom of God. It is the way to know God deeply and know the truth of him. So we should constantly be reading and studying God's word. The last thing is one that I believe is severely lacking in our Christian world today. Mentoring and spiritual leadership. Now you may wonder, what is he talking about? You know, what's he pushing for here? Well, what I'm saying is that we can interact with God through prayer. We can see how God has interacted with man through the Bible. But we can also learn how we fit into all of this and see how we should fit in and should act through God's interaction with his church. Now let me unpack that a little bit. God has left those of us who are saved on this earth for a reason. If he wanted, if he would have chosen to, he could have made it where once a person is saved, whoop, they go up to heaven. But interestingly enough, God didn't do that. He made us where once we are saved, we become a member of the body of Christ. We become the representatives of Christ on earth, literally his ambassadors. We are left here to show God's love to the world so that as many as would respond could come to Christ and be saved. But there are two things that are necessary for that to happen. The first is that we live our lives in such a way that others will see us and praise our Father in heaven. Now we are to be salt, we are to be delight. We are to stand out among our peers and we are to shine, for we are God's children. We are to be the ones who praise God, even in suffering. We're the ones who lift up his name even when the world tells us we're down and out. We're the ones who should bring hope into the group, for we have the answer to the problems of life. We're the confident ones, for we know where our eternal home is, and we know that we're taking a journey even now to get there. We are to be different. The second thing is that we're to tell others about Christ. When we are living our lives in a way that the world doesn't get, that they don't understand, you will be asked, what's to this life you're living? That is when we can tell them, I have hope because Christ lives. I have joy because I have been redeemed. I'm confident because I know God will provide. I can rest for I know that God protects me. We're to tell others of the hope that is within us. Let them know that we are who we are because of Christ's work on the cross and that if they will accept him they can share in that joy that's our task on earth as a Christian but a problem still remains how do we do that I mean seriously how do we learn to live in such a way that the world will know that we're different how do we learn to love others to care for them how do we learn what part of the body of Christ we are and develop the gifts that God has given us? How do we learn how to respond to others when they ask about our hope and our joy and our love and our mercy? Well, friends, I think this is exactly the place for mentoring. We must be reaching out to our brothers and sisters in Christ to help them along. As I said, it's not an easy road to hoe. 
But when there's someone who has been there, you know, someone who's walked the path you're heading down, they can look at you and say, hey, let me help you. This is what really helped me. Or someone who can look you in the eye and say, you'll get through this. Trust me. You know, someone who can just stop you and say, hey, man, you're doing a lot of stuff, but it's not the stuff you need to be doing. How about trying this instead? Someone who will be a representative of Christ in your life. I cannot begin to tell you the pain that I've been going through praying that God would send this very type of person into my life. I want to talk to someone who has been on the path I'm heading toward. Those of you who know me well know that I'm a very relational person. I love to teach. I love to be there to support people and to cheer them on and to care about them. I have a very pastoral-minded heart in that regard, but I just don't know how you actually live that out. I've never seen it. I can guess what it's like, but all it is is a guess. Maybe that's where you're at. Maybe you're right there with me. Maybe you say, well, Justin, I, I'm a Christian, and, and I work in, I don't know, marketing. I have no idea how I can live out my faith at work. What if someone would come beside of you and say, hey, man, I've been a believer for 30 years. I've been working in business for the last 25 of them. Let me take you under my wing and show you how I've lived my Christian walk. What about those of you who have been there? What about those of you who have had success? You know, maybe you've been successful parents. Why don't you go look for someone who's about to become a first-time parent and, and ask them if they'd like to come and eat with you? You know, I'm not saying this needs to be some drastic life change where you become someone else's slave, where you take on some person's life and you just take it over. No, I'm just saying to ask someone to dinner. Ask them to go to a ball game. See if they want to have a game night. Just do something where you can be around those people who are younger than you. Do something where you're together so you can rub off on them. What if this happened in our world today? What if people really did seek mentors to show them how to live as a Christian? What if people really did seek younger guys, younger girls to take under their wings and help to shape and mold them in the Christ image? What if we really did connect with our friends to the point that we could go to them for healing, for help, for truth? We could be completely honest. We could be transparent. Friends, I truly believe in it, and I feel convicted to tell you that if that would happen, if the church, the bride of Christ, would stand up and become one, it would change the world. Things would never be the same for you. The fact is, we're all going to change. The question is, will you change for the better? Will you atrophy away into a meaningless bag of bones? The choice is yours, but think hard. Consider it. Pray about it. Please consider whether you will take the risk with me. Will you step out and dare to be different? Will you dare to care about those who you see potential in? Will you dare to follow the guidance of someone who cares for you? Will you dare to open yourself up to your friends so that you may be changed? You see, the goal of this podcast is not just learning, though hopefully it does occur. Hopefully you are learning something about the Bible. But the goal of this podcast is change, true learning. And that's namely the changing of lives. That's what we want. 
want. That's what we're committed to. That's what we want you to be a part of. So if I can do anything to help you catch fire with this idea, please let me know. I cannot emphasize to you enough how important it is for you men and women who have been Christians for some time to get out mentor people. For those of you who are young in the faith, to seek someone who will train you. It is key. It's essential. It is necessary as a Christian. You've got to get out and do something. You've got to get involved. As we close today, I'd like to remind you of a simple truth that was found in Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verses 9 to, 10, 9 to 12. Excuse me. Two are better than one because they have a good return for their labor. For if either of them falls, the one will lift up his companion. But woe to the one who falls when there is not another to lift him up. Furthermore, if two lie down together, they keep warm. But how can one be warm alone? And if one can overpower him, who is alone? Two can resist him. A cord of three strands is not quickly torn apart. See, we need each other. We need the other members of the body of Christ. We can't do it alone. In fact, we're not called to do it alone. To do it alone is to go against the natural order of things. So I want to encourage you. Look for those under you. Look for those who are younger. Take them in. You know, Take in those younger in the faith. Those who have just become Christians. And bring them into your house. Say, hey... Come over for dinner. You know, just hang out with us. Hey, I'm going to build something in my yard. I'm going to do something around the house. You want to just come and hang out. Come work with me. Come serve with me. You know, it's by taking these people places that they will learn what it means to be a Christian. Or if you're, if you're younger, you know, where, no matter who you are, look for for those people whose God is leading that are over you. Be teachable. Be willing to listen that when somebody says, Hey, you want to come over and eat with us and just kind of hang out with me and my wife? You can look at them and say, Yeah, I'd love to. You can learn from them. You can take their advice. You can learn from their steps and their mishaps. And you can grow from it. Remember that this week. Remember to pray for those four people. But remember, the whole purpose is that we may, we may be more like Christ. This has been the message from my heart. This is the heart message from the heart of your teacher. Pray that God will bring those people into your life. Hope that you will pray that as well. Until we meet again, friends, thanks for your time, and God bless and keep you. For the sake of